Yo, shout out to my alma mater. They're right now, they're two and one. So they win two out of the three games they have left. I am morally obligated to go to homecoming because I said I would not go to homecoming unless they are over over or at 500. And they seem to be rolling, so... Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Identity Booth. Before you even get started, hey, hit the subscribe button. Just go ahead and do it. You're here. I probably, this is probably going like on for like three or four minutes. So like, you're only going to be here for another three minutes. Just hit the like or subscribe button down below. Hit them both. Leave a comment. And like, if you guys are like, oh, I would love to hear your stuff. But you know, YouTube, anytime I use YouTube apps, I can't use my other apps. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on, uh... We're on Spotify. We're on all those major platforms. Like, whatever platform you listen to podcasts, I'm on it. Search the identity booth. But for the for the big portion of this video, let's talk about let's talk about the college admission scandal. The college admission scandal was something that happened about four to five months ago. It was called Varsity Blue. Basically, a bunch of uh, the defense, a uh, bunch of people in the criminal justice system set out to figure out how certain people were getting into schools and come to find out that there was like this illegal racketeering that was this dude out in Miami or or on the East Coast or on the West Coast who would basically Photoshop people's kids into sporting activities or get them to pass the SAT or cheat for them, basically cheat to get these kids into schools. And this was a major issue that was going on because these were kids who were well off without. What I mean by this is they were kids who didn't need extra help. You know, in the most honest form of speaking on this, like what more did you need? You were white, you were rich, affluent. Parents were usually rich TV stars or business owners. Like there has already been there. The thing that troubled me about this is not so much that they, they cheated is that there was a legal way for them to cheat. You know, donate 400, like the, the, the machinima corporate, the machinima director, financial director, spent $400,000 on trying to get his kids into school, into Georgetown. But he would have been better off just donating that money to the school for anything and promptly putting in his presentation speech, hopefully my son will make it through your school in a successful amount of ways so that he can continue this legacy of charity. And that would have been a, a the most direct way, the indirect, the most legal direct way of saying, hey, fuck boy, let my kid in. But I guess to get away from that stigma of saying that the only, like these were parents who didn't want their kids to be saw seen at the school as the only reason why you're at this school is because your parents are rich. And these are the parents who are trying to avoid that. All these parents talking about, oh, no, I want my kid to have the best education. Go fuck yourself. Two plus two is four, no matter who taught you. And you wanted your kids to go to these schools for status purposes. And and it just and it, and it really dials back that whole affirmative action. Oh, we don't need affirmative action anymore. Really? Really? 
That's that's the that's the hill you want to die on. I've brought weapons. Felicity Huffman has been sentenced to 14 days in jail. Everyone is upset about this. I am ecstatic because I didn't think she was going to see the inside of a jail cell. And she'll have probation. She could still fuck this up. She won't, but she could. I didn't think she was going to see the inside of a jail cell. Considering that she was given a, a max of, I believe, 20 days. I don't I don't know how like what the max was for her. But she took the plea deal. And could, good on her, you know. That's what she... The judge could have given her two years. And I just don't see it. She only spent $1,400, which isn't an absurd amount. And I see why she, plead, she took the plea deal. Like, it was just easier for her. Do I think this is a, a punishment worthy of the crime? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is an appropriate punishment for that crime. But my people. My people. You can't sit here and compare yourself to Felicity Huffman. Tanya, uh, what's her name? Tanya McDowell. Can't You can't compare those two stories. Tanya McDowell committed a crime that didn't deserve the punishment she got. She still committed a crime, one. Two, she had priors. And that's not something to, to be uh, said lightly because it was used against her. And it almost sounds as if it's a bad thing. She had priors. What were her priors? She sold drugs. Oh, God. What was the drug? Weed. Why was she selling it? Because she literally had to live out of her van and needed to buy her kid gym shoes for school. And if she could have done it again, she would. I would have. When you are selling, when you are working so hard that you're, that you have to live outside of a van during the day and by night you're just graced with the shelter because most shelters don't take you if you have children. She was doing the best she could every day. Fuck anybody who says anything else and go away. You don't know her struggle, but you cannot sit here and defend her if you don't understand the justice system. She was punished because that's what our justice system is designed to do. Punish poor brown and black people. The police were invented as original slave catchers. You run away from home. You run away from your slave master. They sent these motherfuckers after you. That's what they were originated for. It wasn't into. And if you committed a crime, a sheriff or a sheriff's deputy would be in charge of doing that. It would go up to like a federal court. Like you would have someone sent to come find you to then figure out what was going on. These people were just strictly here to enforce slave right rules on slaves. Tanya broke the law. Felicity Hiffman broke the law. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Auntie Becky from Full House because she's she's in a lot more trouble. The dude from Machinima spent a lot more money. It's interesting to see what will happen to him. Uh, those people I'll definitely do follow-up stories on. The, the big fish aren't being prosecuted here. Felicity Huffman is a small fry by comparisons. So black people don't waste your energy on this. She's not the one we're looking for. Tanya went to jail in 2011. I believe she's already out. She's back with her son. Her son did great in school. She still owes like 30000 to the to the courts, but I'm pretty sure someone's paid that off. 
I'll get an update on that. Focus your energy on signing up to vote so you know who is picking your legislators, your judges, your defense, your your public, your not your public defenders, your uh, uh, the attorney general. Um, who am I thinking of? The AD, district, the DA, district attorney, the mayor, the people. To start looking at the people who can directly affect your life when your life is at someone else's mercy. You spend a lot of time pointing the finger, not realizing you are not even prepared to handle the consequences of your actions. Selling a bag of weed. There's still people in prison for that. Weed is legal and almost half all is damn near legal. And in where it's not in Texas, they've made a mistake in their law that is made legal, ostensibly legal till the end to the end of February because of a certain THC rule that has gone into effect. They literally made weed legal. Focus your energy on something more important than look, look at this white person getting in trouble and look at this black person getting in trouble. Why come they're not equal? The system wasn't designed for you. That's why. Move on. Or figure out how to make it equal. Figure out how to get equity in a system that was designed against you. Oh, well, I'm opposed to it. Go be a lawyer. Go be a politician. It's a great part-time job. But I want to also talk about, like, like, this illusion of, of justice. Like, speaking more so, like, the system that it is. There are three things you need to be able to say yes to in order to commit a crime in this country. First thing, are you rich? Are you white? And is the person you're going to hurt poor? If you can answer yes to all three of those questions, feel free to commit that crime because you will get away with it. And if you don't get away with it, you'll get a slap on the wrist. Brock Turner, the definition of a rapist. His victim recently came out and talked about how she was getting tired of being known as just the rape victim. She wanted to take back her name and take back her power. And she ex- she exposed herself to the internet. And I commend her for it, but I wouldn't have done it. The world is so quick to attack this lady, this beautiful young lady with the courage, the size of a fucking mountain, that I almost missed a story about how the judge responsible for giving Brock Turner a slap on the wrist because, you know, 20 minutes of fun isn't worth 20 years of his life. That's not an equivalent trade. The bastard, like the balls on that person. You know, that judge was removed. The first judge ever removed from like that circuit court since 1973 or something like that. He was removed. And then guess what this asshole did? Like the, the, the balls of this guy, this judge. He then went to go apply to be a tennis coach at a, at a local high school. And then the school hired him. The school hired him. And it took the, the high school newspaper, pure journalism right there, the heart of journalism right there, to be like, hey, 
Aren't you that guy that let that rapist go? What are you doing here? You're a coach? You're a coach? The rules weren't created equally. So playing the game and getting the same results and being upset about those results is literally the definition of insanity. You know what's coming. This wasn't your battle to win. You need to get to the high ground so you can start calling the shots. You need to get to the high ground so you can start rearranging the deck. You need to get into a position of power by using your own legally bounded ability to vote, to participate, and to have an open free government without resolve, without fear of losing your resolve, rather. You need to get to that point. So as you're watching this, if if you're thinking to yourself, well, what can I do? It's Google, man. Local politics is what keeps the world going. Get to it. Figure out how you can be impactful in your community. Um, it's a shame. It, it really is. It's, it's disturbing. You know, everyone thinks California is so liberal, so progressive, man. That's that's not. That's an illusion. An illusion of justice is what they have. Stephon Clark was sitting in his own backyard. He, even if the call was that he was breaking into cars, he got shot 17 times. They went looking for the cars that got broken into, couldn't find any. Officers still not in trouble. It's just, when is too much enough? Like, when are you going to do something? And I know the answer to this question. We only get proactive when it's our ass in the fire. You want you you want to solve gun tr- gun issues? Let somebody who says they don't want to give their gun away be put into a horrible situation, and that's not right. We shouldn't have to wish the worst for someone to do right. We used to be able to talk to each other. Talk to me. In the comment booth, in the talk to me in the comment section below. After you subscribe, after you like, I really enjoy these conversations. I greatly appreciate you guys coming. This was a little bit more of a somber episode, but it's because it's something serious to me. It's like we're looking for ways to better our community on the on the global scale when the inner roots of our work in our inner roots of our government are rotting away. And it's just because of mindless self-indulgence. Like, we don't pay attention to the things that can hurt us immediately. And then we get distracted by things that we can't effectively change on the grand scale. We gotta build ourselves up from the root. Local politics, guys, get involved. But for the meantime and in between times, I appreciate you guys joining me. It's been Hero. I'm your host. I really, oh man, y'all take care. I'm hungry. It's it's getting late, late. <sighs>